Hey, 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 welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast, where I try to bring to you some educational and inspirational speakers, whether they're authors, you know, singers, dancers, entertainers, community activists, whatever it may be. We are really trying, really, like, really, like, really, 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 really trying to get the message out. I know, really? Yeah, yeah, really, we're really trying to get this message out. So join me on the Really Charlie Podcast. Once, twice, three times, four times a week, it all depends. If you want your story out there, just reach out to me. And I'll put you on the Really Charlie Podcast. God bless. And stay blessed. Take care. Hey, hey, hey. This hey. is a really ch- yeah. how, how you doing? Good, good. Welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast. And um first and foremost, it's my pleasure to um have you on my podcast. Um I listen to to True Dimes all the time and um I just love it. Um I actually kind of sulk a little bit when uh when I have nothing to hear. I'm like thinking too long i'm so sorry (laughs) so but to all the listeners out there my guest today is cassandra of true dimes uh reckless memoirs and the one thing i mean the first time i heard her and and it was just searching you know anchor and i came across one of your stories and i was saying wow you captivated me. And so at that point, I just wanted to make sure that I, um, you know, followed you. And, and and then after listening to one, two, I got to the third one and I said, wait a minute, I got to ask her to come on this podcast on a really Charlie podcast. And, um, and so I didn't know how it was going to turn out, but I said, look, you never know until you ask. So I asked and thanks. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, you know, there's that old saying, asking, you know, you you may receive. So I appreciate it so much. Yeah, it's um and and the stories that you're the the crimes and the stories that you're you're actually um you know narrating, I'm saying, wow, you know, there's a couple of stories in this area that, you know, maybe I should send send to you and and see if you wanna kinda put that on your podcast um, yes yes but you know we had uh several you know a couple of decades ago we had um a serial killer in our area and um so that was kind of big to do and um you know i said maybe i should send it to her That's one cool. of the local yeah one of the local reporters did a book on it um it's called shallow graves and it's pretty good um but uh, so what what got you started in all this? Uh, it's a funny story um, to make it short and sweet. A few friends of mine asked, what are you doing with yourself? Are you going to do something? Because they know um, 
I have a little bit of knowledge in criminal justice. Mm-hmm. I've been to school for a few different things, and I've just kind of sat back because of, uh, you know, personal life. Yeah. And, you know, I've kind of experienced these same kind of traumas that I haven't gotten into yet. Um, but it's definitely, it was definitely a foot in that direction, kind of a shove, if I may say, (laughs) um, this was back in December and I was just kind of bored and it just kind of, you know, manifested into something I really enjoy. It's my hobby. I love researching and, and that's just where it really started from. Wow. That's so that's, that's about the same time that I started. So it's, um, that's it. That's uh, that's nice. That's you know, great. December kind of you know got me into it, and uh, I, I I dibbled and dabbled a few other shows, and um, but this the podcast, um, especially here on Anchor, makes it really really easy, and um, it's tailor made for me because I can set up on my you know mobile phone and and go from there, but um. I just want to tell you, all right, I, uh, so as I listened to a few of your episodes, um, you know, it's easy for me. I'm driving. I put it on my earbuds and instead of putting on the radio, I have you on. And, um, and it's very interesting on a, a lot of things. For one, um, you know, I was a, a veteran of a, in a local police department, 31 years. So these yeah, so these stories kind of brings me back, you know, kind of relate, you know, similar to some of the things that I come across. And, um, but uh, you deserve a five stars, and I just want to let you know that right up front. Charlie, I appreciate that. I have a question of my own. I'm sorry, but sure. I was going to ask what brought you into podcasting? Um, Just, I, I love you know, talking and listening to the people. And um, it seemed like it was, you know, the thing to do that would be, you know, right up my alley. And I, I, when I, when I started now, I was thinking, who do I have on? What subject matter do I cover? And um, finally I just said, you know, I'm just going to start off wherever I start off. And, um, and it's gotten easier on each, each podcast has gotten easier for me. So, and I got I, some inspirations from some friends, you know, locally. So that's good. Yeah. Um, you know, every morning it's, you know, I go on, you know, from the Steve Harvey morning show to, you know, listening to Deion Sanders at 20, you know, 21st and prime, uh, there's just so many other ones, different, um, you know, Michael Moore, uh, uh, Trevor Noah, Noah, you know, it just, I'm just you, of course, can't leave you out. <laughs> and, um, you know, and so I'm just trying to learn from you guys, you know, uh, especially some of, some of my introductions, I got to get a little bit better. And, um, but, you know, it's all about you and, Oh, working progress. That's how I felt about it. <laughs> and um, so, in your research, um, does that you know it must get you more involved with that particular crime? You know, whether yeah. 
whether you're, um, you know, you, you've got some empathy for the, for the victims and, and, uh, you know, has there been follow up on those stories? You know, some of them are too far back, but, you know, on some of your stories that you're reading, the, you know, do you do anything further other than the podcast? Yeah, so this is really near and dear to me, but we'll, I've done a lot of local stories the first season because that's kind of where I thought maybe I could reach out and talk to people locally. But I've actually had a wider region in different areas. And um, the, the thing about it is I want to do little bonus episodes where I go back and I maybe talk about uh, an updated report on that story or maybe if there was a surviving victim, if I have any information on them. Depending on, I really don't like to touch a whole lot on, on children just so I'm not invading anyone's space and being as, you know, polite as possible through through these stories, you know, and as comforting. But I I go with a friend of mine, we drive to these locations and we might take a photo or we might sit and talk for a second or just like kind of survey the area and just see like, you know, where's this house that this murder took place or um, that's awesome. probably been one of the full funnest parts of this is a little bit yeah. of investigative work, you know, <laughs> uh-huh. it gives a, it gives a face with the, with the story. And, um, you know, so I get that. I really do. Um, it's, I know, well, let me, let me give you some advice that, um, you make sure that you document and all this, obviously you are electronically, but those other research, those other second parts of it, you know, document it because that's a book in itself. That's a story in itself. And uh, even if you did it on audible, you know, mm-hmm. using your own voice, man, that would be so so great for a fan, you know, for someone to hear. So, you know, that's kind of a little, little brainstorm of mine. Love you know, that. You. Yeah. So I'm, I'm working on a Patreon, which is basically something that you could subscribe to. And then it could give you this exclusive content, whether it be a photo or an updated or this or that. But I really don't even want to go that route because I'm so happy with anchor i'm just i love it you know what i mean i don't even want to add another website because i feel like it starts to you know be too many things to visit you know but yeah that's so that's so true that's the same with me i don't want to switch it up i i really because i'm comfortable in this spot you know and, and i just you know i like it it's so easy something about the documentation you mentioned um when i first started this um my sister-in-law bought me this little podcasting book where you could put your first hundred episodes in there and goals and just things like that and i've actually been using i've used it since day one because i'm a note taker and so i have all these like i said these stories and information stats and facts that i've put into this book and I feel like I might have to get another one because <laughs> I'm the, the next one, you know, she did good. It was a good buy. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, it's, it's good when you get that support and, um, you know, encouragement from friends and relatives. It, it really, uh, it really means a lot. You know, I know with me, you know, when I see that, you know, my, my family and friends are tuning in, it, it just, just awesome you know and 
they come back and say, Hey, great show, great podcast, you know? So or they're like, when's the next one? Where's the next story? I'm like, Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) What's the hardest part of podcasting for you, Charlie? Um, The hardest part was, um, um, it's recording for me, just recording, yeah. just getting my voice out there. Really, that's it. Because then I want to listen and edit a thousand times. I stopped mm. doing. I I left some bloopers in there because I thought it would make it kind of funny. Oh, yeah. At this point, that's just how I move forward. <laughs> it's so true. I I um, yeah, the recording and editing. That's 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 my um. That's where I have to learn. That's the hardest thing. You know, I'm just going on and. and in the audio part of it, you know, because some people I'm reaching out to, they're, you know, they're older than me. Right. So the technology, they can't, you know, they're like, oh, I got to do this. So now I'm trying to set them up. So their voice and their story is being heard correctly. And, 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 you know, clearly. Beautiful. And, and it just, it, you know, I, I'll never forget this one it's uh, you know, a long time mentor, but uh, he didn't know anything. So I had to take an extra iPad to his house and put him on my studio and then run back home and then start the podcast. And I, before I left, I said, don't touch nothing. Just leave the iPad right there. All you got to do is talk into it. Yeah. <laughs> so technology, technology is usually the hardest part. Uh, I agree. I'm sorry to to interrupt really quick. Did you hear that crazy beeping? So I just got an Amber alert for a missing child in my area. Oh, wow. Oh, this, see, that's just, that's how my phone is set up for just any information. But there's been times where I've been standing around, maybe at like just a local place and everybody's phone goes off because it might be set up to the same, you know, uh, you know, notification, but oh man. Those kind of things wow. hurt my heart. <laughs> I sure do, and I just want to—you just want to drop things and and, and go look. Cool. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, is there? Would there? Could you share a story with us? That you, would you like to do that and narrate it? Is that yeah. possible? Still there, Cassandra? So she, Cassandra's definitely a great narrator. Um, she's really, really into her job and, and, and her podcast. And I'm really, really, we are really fortunate to, to hear this young lady do her thing. So. Charlie, did you have any questions on that, on any of those stories that I posted before? Um, I, I will. Um, the, uh, let me see. Um, I'm trying to think of, you know, the serial killer there, the guy, Mass, he did that mass killing, um, Tiny. That was intriguing. That was one of my most. That was ones. crazy. That was a that was a good story. Um, that wasn't a local story, but it was so good that I couldn't I couldn't resist that one. Let me look and see if I can't in my notes really fast. 
I love to give them a little title of my own. <laughs> I think that's the fun, mm-hmm. the fun part yeah. for me too. Um, let's see here. It's just being creative right. and um, creativity is very, very. Actually, to me, it's easier for me to find if I'm creating a title or something. I can kind of. Let me see here. Yep. So that was Joe Mahaney. Um, Okay. Tiny. Yep. He was born in 1955. Um, He ended up passing in 2007. That was uh, Baltimore, Maryland, where all of that took place. He was a semi-truck driver and he ended up, you know, having this wife with this son and things had grow really wary, drugs and alcohol and just abuse in the home. And this lady left and he went looking for her. And when he couldn't find her, you know, he just started killing people that he thought was that really knew where she was. Oh man. And then he was saving these body parts and then he decided to, make a a beef pork stand on the side of the road (laughs) i love i love the food trucks and it always makes now i'm always like okay (laughs) (laughs) exactly it um and you kind of ended that that podcast with um you know watch out what food trucks you go to and um, keep an eye on (laughs) it yeah (laughs) the um what what was your favorite out of all your podcasts? What was what was the one that one story that, that you I liked? really enjoyed? Um, so there's there was actually two, and I think it was my first. Like when I when I sat down and started writing my notes, I got I got really excited, and I was like, I'm going to have three stories at a time, and that's basically what I've kind of pushed out. They might take me a little bit of time to edit and stuff, but number one and number two they were literally within a mile and a half of where I live. So I felt like I just felt connected (laughs) for a lack of better terminology, just to those stories. Um, And at one point, some of the people involved in the stories, they may have, you know, known my parents or, um, dated a family member at some time and, uh, and then you look yep. back and you're like oh man you know we these people were you knew them you know and I never hate I, I'd hate to say that you could empathize with somebody but in my opinion and where I stand from looking at a case I try to step out of the box and try to just understand why why <laughs> whether it mm-hmm. be you know altered you know by drugs and alcohol or if it was something that was like um weighing heavy on them whether it be a mental illness or so i i do i um i do advocate a lot for um women and domestic violence and in in general mental health because well-being is most important to me and everyone around in general (laughs) so true and um I, you know, you can, I can hear the, the, uh, sincere, you know, sincere feelings that you have for this. And so 
you're probably getting involved with these cases and, you, and now they, they actually become attached to you, you do. right? Yeah. And um, it's similar to police work. When you're kind of dealing with, you know, a victim, that person becomes, to me personally, for the rest of my life and their life, I'm attached yeah, to Yeah, I agree, Charlie. I agree. Um, it was, you know, being in the, um, you know, at, at some point I was in the sexual assault unit and, um, you know, every single wow. one of those people have, yeah, have really, really, you know, I still think of them. Um, I still wonder where some of them are um, in some cases where there was, you know, an assault on a child. It really, um, I wonder how, you know, what they have become. And um, some I haven't found, you know, a lot of them, they're kind of out of the area, which makes sense, yeah. you know. Uh, um, so, oops, I'm dropping things here on this little mini studio. I'm I actually have. so glad that you brought uh, that up because that kind of leads into the next story that I wanted to bring up. So, I was going, I, I'll be, you know, I work crazy kind of hours. I was telling you that earlier. So I've been up since about four 30 this morning and in between, in wow. between times, I, if I got 15 minutes, I might research some stuff. So I found this story today and, um, it involves the, the beating of a three-year-old little girl and she, she didn't make it and it, she was beat by her stepfather um, the judge actually ruled guilty, and it sounds like he will be facing um, life without parole. And it was a the the awesomest part of this story that I read was, um, as a police officer, you know that you can very well lie to someone. You don't always have to be telling the truth, and that's that's what yeah. they did to this man. They. They made him believe that he was part of some, you know, bigger thing. What do you want to call it? A gang or whatever and gained his trust. And he admitted that he smashed this little girl in her head because she interrupted his video game wow. and that he was just sick of her. And when she apologized and said she was sorry, that's when he beat her while her mother was in the shower. Amazing. It's crazy how yeah. people just the lack of. What well, what was the explanation he gave to the mom? Um, that and that's where my part of like where my red flags start going off because they said the mom was in the shower and that when the little girl started to cry she hollered at her thinking that she was just acting out and told her to go to her room. When the little girl ran off, that he he said I tripped her and. She fell so far hard into the wall that she could she stumbled away, and then that's that was kind of the end of the explanation. Then it goes into court and he's guilty, you know. So they don't say that the mom came out of the shower and called nine one one or realized that you know her daughter had been hit in the head or anything. Oh. It it just kind of so like it's it's so still such a fresh story. I haven't had much time to research it, but that's the main the main information. But that's what I'm looking for next is where was the, why was the mother in the shower for so long? Or, you know, did you, obviously you felt comfortable leaving her with him, you know? It's, so right, right now it's just a, 
investigation. They literally just charged him a week ago. So he's this happened in 2017. And as you know, court cases sometimes take years to resolve and sometimes they yeah. never get resolved. Yeah, something what you're going to find is now the truth starts coming up because people don't want to lie in court, you know, although they do, but a mom doesn't want to lie in court. So mom's probably going to start being a little bit truthful. Yeah, I'm honest. And, um, you know, she's probably just giving bits and pieces um, right now. So um, probably in fear of the man himself, you know, she could be a victim of the same thing. Yeah. They said that um, his sentencing date will be set on April 16th, and he'll probably get anywhere from 10 to 25 years. Um, but it's an automatic life sentence. He could be, mm. it, he said it could be parole eligible, but then obviously it may not at that time either. But could you imagine somebody being paroled after after a case like this? No, I, I don't I understand you know, that part. <laughs> some, especially, you know, for um, you, you, you would hope that someone, you know, goes into the system and, and kind of gets some kind of, you know, counseling and treatment to make them a better person. But chances are in most of these institutions, it only makes you more more violent because you have to protect your own self so when that person gets out this is my own opinion that person gets out you know they may they may have a even uh strong you know the energies might be a whole lot stronger and a whole lot more violent you know so it may lead to someone else getting victimized i i agree Um, i agree that um just this short period of time of what I was involved with, you know, any type of criminal justice, it seems like a revolving door. There doesn't seem like there's a healing process or uh, recovery or restitution. It, it ends up, you know, happening again or even worse, just like you said, it ha- you know, someone else gets hurt. And then, then are you going to get your life sentence at that point? You know? Yeah. It's, um, it's amazing. I there was one of the cases that I really wanted to, I really wanted to write about, in one of my personal cases. And um, so as I'm trying to gather what I can, just based on memory, because a lot of the records I, I had to, you know, keep within the, the department. But I figured I would do a lot of public, um, you know, information and try to access a lot of those records through that. And I found that one of the particular cases, after so many years, they just get rid of them. So there's no documentation. And I'm like, it's just maybe names in the system and it may give the charges. And, but, you know, I'm like, so why do you get a stenographer? Why do you record all these things? Um, You know, and, and, and what about the people that are, being falsely accused and, um, you know, what happens when they have to get that information, you know, for a retrial or, or, you know, appeal or something like not that. Not to interrupt, but, or someone that has a mental illness and then they do something and then they end up in the system. It's a, it's a very, 
it's it's a strange world. <laughs> um, sure. I I do believe I I'd hate to ever say this, but um, money matters in the system, and mm-hmm. um, I've watched. I, I like the innocent cases. I, ju- I love that you said that because I just watched some information on a man that spent like 20 to 25 years in prison and figured out he was innocent and got set free. And the man collapsed when they gave read him his new verdict. I, I couldn't believe that. You know what I mean? Could you imagine being that man 20 to 25 years of your life gone? Yeah. And, and talk about victimization you know um, just him as no yeah you know the man is man is in jail you know because they said that he victimized somebody when all in all he's the victim and 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 at that point you know incarceration who's gonna believe you who's gonna believe you other than you know family or friends or maybe even not that you know they may not believe you so you end up being a soul uh, you only be the, the only person that can tell your story and believe your story because everybody else doesn't. You know. Uh, so what's what's new? What's what's what are you trying to do? For season two. You know. Yes. Yeah. So I um I try to you know put my thinking cap on and get creative. <laughs> I I mm-hmm. love that anchor tells you what regions are listening. So what I've done is I've hopped on and I, I'm going to kind of like bebop back and forth just a little bit. Um, I'm going to start with the Ireland story. I have another anchor friend um, that I met when I started. His name is Brian. He right. is an awesome podcaster. He's kind of shoot me a little bit of information just like you were talking about and mm-hmm. helped me kind of find a few stories there in Ireland because i I have like the most listeners besides here in the States there, which made me so excited. So they're holding it down in Ireland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to awesome. do a couple stories there. And then we're going to kind of come back to the States and we're going to go into Virginia and Colorado and Oregon. And I'm going to find, or well, I've already found some stories that I'm going to kind of just get into some stats and facts. And hopefully I reach a couple listeners. <laughs> That's awesome. Let's see, I knew you were capable of being worldwide. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> we, um, yeah, I can imagine some of the stories out of out of that region. Yeah. Um, and your stories too. Being a police officer, I'm I'm telling you, people want to hear what what you what you have to say. You know, even me, yeah, I'm I, I'm interested, and in, I've already been taking some notes and. I have that book name and a serious, some serial killer information. I'm going to look that up. That's going to be a story. Yeah. Why not? That's a re- listening region. So <laughs> yeah, you're definitely gonna, you're gonna get intrigued about that. I'm um, excited. And I'm not, I'm not gonna, not gonna say anything <laughs> about it because um, it's only going to lead me to tell him more and more about it. So I've, but um, send me more though if you have any or any research you want to do together. Definitely, this is this was a great time, Charlie. I appreciate everything. I appreciate your listening ear and tuning in. All of the above. <laughs> definitely gonna continue with that. And um, like I said, I'm 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 looking on a daily basis. You know, especially a lot of my favorite podcasts and and yours being. I'm always looking. 
what's she up to now? What is she doing? Um, you know, because it, it's, it always inspires me to do something. You know, I listen to you and now it inspires me on a particular maybe guest or subject matter that I want to get on the show. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I'll do. You know, so I like that. I like to feed off each other. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's um, it's it's so podcasting is definitely something that I look into. It's it's my source of news, um, regardless of what it's you know who's doing it. I'm always looking. It may be, you know, say it is crime. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it and I'm gonna just you know, look for a podcaster that's kind of focused on some crime. And, and in your mm-hmm. case, it's crime stories and stats. And it, it's it's so good, you know. Um, I actually want to get into the, the private investigation. Part of um, it, right? It just makes but, uh, it so interesting yeah. and fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of procrastinating, but I'll, I'll get it done eventually, you know. Um, but I like to do some private investigations for some people and um so but there's 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 a few other stories I gotta get to you and um from this area and yes, um, you're gonna like them and I'll definitely send some links and you know information to you. Please do. All right. Um well Cassandra we can continue if you want. You know, there's plenty of you know, but if you're busy or you're sleepy, which are a busy, busy schedule, um, you know, I, I just want to let you know that uh, I hope this isn't the first time, uh, last, first and last. Not at all. That's like what to... I was going to say. We could definitely cut it short for today. And I apologize for that. But I'd like to link back up as soon as with any information. You got a story, send me a message. Or if you're even you came up with something, let's record. I'm I'm in. <laughs> All right. Same here. You know. Well, everyone, this was Cassandra, True Dimes, uh, Reckless Memoirs. And um, this, please tune into her, make, go on to Anchor, click on her podcast, make it your favorite. Um, so you will definitely be notified when she's doing things. And, um, you know. You get a five stars from Really Charlie and the Really Charlie podcast. Thanks, Charlie. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too. And we will keep in touch. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a great day. You also have a great, great day. Stay blessed. Yes, you're very blessed. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.